Legal Experts, a podcast series from Radio Verulam in association with Stowe Family Law. In episode 27, Phil Richards talks to Claire McParland about getting evidence of an affair for divorce, providing for stepchildren on divorce, and entitlements after a prenuptial agreement. Right, now joining us for our monthly advice on family law, it's Stowe Family Law's Claire McParland. Welcome to the programme. Good morning. Right, so let's dive straight in. I have hired a firm of private investigators to track my husband as I think he's having an affair. What kind of evidence would I need to get in place for a divorce, Claire? So, um, I mean, this is it's quite an interesting one, but basically um, the, the short answer is that it's very difficult to prove um, an affair because you, you actually have to prove that there has been intercourse. It's really difficult. It's a, it's a route um, that I would only suggest to most people to go down if it's agreed with the other party. Um, if you can get that agreement, then the divorce can proceed on that basis. If it isn't agreed... Um, then it's much easier to petition on the basis of unreasonable behaviour. Otherwise, you know, it it depends. It could be a very costly route to go down. Um, Obviously, it depends on the individual circumstances, um, but it it can. It's not as straightforward as what you think it might be sometimes. So if we're going ahead with a petition, what do we do? Um, So in terms of doing a petition for unreasonable behaviour. Um, so it, that's much easier. If you're going to go down that route, you, you have to list sort of four or five particulars of unreasonable behaviour. Um, but it's all looked at subjectively rather than objectively. So, you know, it doesn't matter if if, if, if a third party doesn't find it unreasonable, that's fine. Um, it's what you find unreasonable. And you can list things in those unreasonable behaviour particulars, such as an affair, um, if you want it down on, on, on paper so that it's recorded on paper, um, but it is an easier route if it if it can't be agreed because getting the evidence to prove adultery can be tricky sometimes. Right. Next question then, Claire. I wish to divorce my wife and we have two children, one of which was had out of an affair my wife had. Will I have to provide for this child in the event of our divorce? So the answer to this is possibly, um, probably not the answer that's wanted here. Um, But the difficulty is that uh, the child will probably still be classified as a child of the family. Um, So the court will consider them when they are are looking at the the financial um, settlement. Um, They'll look at the whole circumstances. Um, So when they look at at these cases, they'll be looking at what income and capital is uh, available for each party, what their needs are the ages and duration of the marriage, um, if there's any, you know, disabilities, they'll look at standard of living, um, any contributions, uh, any conduct. Um, and the first consideration for the court when considering all of those factors is, is the welfare of the children. Um, and that is children of the family rather than, you know, necessarily um children that have been born to you um, so it's really a, a difficult question to answer without knowing the specifics of, of the case and I would suggest getting um, individual advice about those specific circumstances. Uh, next question I am divorcing my husband and I signed a prenuptial agreement specifying no claim to my husband's assets before we've married does this actually really mean that I'm entitled to nothing? 
So in this case, um, no, I don't think it does. The, the court basically will give effect to a, a, a prenuptial agreement only if it's been entered into freely by the parties with a, a full understanding of the implications um, and only if it's fair to uphold the agreement, then they can deviate from it. Um, and, the, you know, the other factors really, you know, that would, would mean that it may not be a reliable agreement is if the parties didn't receive legal advice at the time the agreement was entered into, if they were under duress, um, and if there was no financial disclosure at the time, that's also another factor the court would look at. So the, there are various um, ways um, to get around a prenuptial agreement, um, and it's not necessarily um, the case that you're entitled to. To, to nothing but the overriding factor is fairness many thanks claire okay well if anyone wants to get in touch with us uh, and contribute towards a future program uh, do call us on 01727 839 926